0: I'm Jesse, let's have a devotion. We're in Matthew chapter 12, beginning in verse nine. Moving on from there, he entered the synagogue. There he saw a man who had a shriveled hand and in order to accuse him, they asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He replied to them, who among you, if he had sheep that fell into a pit on the Sabbath, wouldn't take hold of it and lift it out. A person is worth far more than a sheep. So it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. Then he told the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out and it was restored as good as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might kill him. When we interface this in a harmony of the gospels, like we'll talk more about tomorrow, reading from Mark's rendition of the same event, Jesus did this angrily. These Pharisees were on an absolute tear. They had overly burdened the people of Israel with an exhaustive and ever-growing litany of regulations and boundaries within which people of Israel were to abide while observing the Sabbath. Last night, my small group met right here at my house, and some of them had been to Israel, and they they told me about ongoing practices today, wherein after 2,000 years, things haven't gotten much better. There's a Sabbath elevator, wherein there are no buttons pressed. The, The elevator goes to every single floor, because pressing the elevator button would be considered work. This is still happening 2,000 years later. This overly pharisaical, overly legalistic, complete contortion of one of the simplest commands in the Bible still persists today. It is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. In our small group text for this past weekend, some of you haven't had your small group yet, you're gonna see this example that Jesus gives in the text of Matthew 11 referring to the priests who work hard on the Sabbath and they are innocent, that they violate the Sabbath by laboring on the Sabbath, and yet they are innocent. He refers to another example as well of King David and his men coming in, eating the bread of the presence, something that was forbidden, something that was restricted only to the priests. Jesus is simply bringing many of these commands, as he did in the Sermon on the Mount, to their basic core and ridding them of the accumulation, get it? Of all the added on legalisms. For example, his teaching on divorce just brings us back to Deuteronomy 20, 34, uh, Deuteronomy 34. His teachings on the Sabbath just bring us back to the simplest command ever in Exodus chapter 20, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. You're gonna cross reference this week as well with Colossians chapter two, wherein if somebody has certain convictions regarding the Sabbath day, that they're not to judge others for not holding the same convictions. Do you hear me? Brothers and sisters in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, if you have a certain conviction on the Sabbath, you observe that. Don't be sabotaged this way. Don't fall into the trap this way. Jesus stepped in the trap, looked them in the eye, and violated the Sabbath on their terms. The truth is, the Sabbath wasn't violated at all. Jesus is the word. He is the one who was there at the writing of the law. And he said, it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. Did you see what the Pharisees had done? It's a simple command. Remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And they turned that into, don't do anything good on the Sabbath. This is what legalism does. This the series of addenda onto the simple Sabbath commandment it's never going to be completed. Manuals, handbooks like these, that are written on an ad hoc basis, (coughs) they're never complete, they're never done. You're never gonna be through adding on new elements and as new technology develops, you're gonna have to come up with new rules for those new technologies. It's, It's absolutely exhaustive, it's exhausting, and that's ironic because it's a command to rest. That is the command, that is the command. Jesus brings us back to the true word and just in a, in a simple authoritative use of his divine voice, swats away all of the additional rules that were added onto it. Have you fallen prey likewise to extra biblical addenda onto the word of God that weigh you down with rules upon rules upon regulation? These are not the word of the Lord. These are the word of the dude and you're not bound by them. See to it that you don't impose these on yourself. Rest on the Sabbath. Keep it holy. By all means, do what is good. For a lot of people in our church, we work as hard on Sundays doing good as we do throughout the rest of the week. And then we come home and we go into, man, vacation mode. Become vacation dad. That's what my kids call me when we take a day off. Vacation dad is all about some fun. From the time we wake up at the crack of 10 to the time we go to sleep after the end of the second movie at 2 a.m. Vacation dad just wants to rest, snuggle with his babies by the fire, and have fun. My soul needs it. And my bride and I have found that if we don't observe this, our bodies will make us observe it. (laughs) Your brain will make you observe it. Have you ever had after a long, like, two-week stretch there where you're burning the candle at both ends and you find yourself just staring blankly at the computer screen, unable to do anything. <laughs> Guess what, man? That's, that's your Sabbath time. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't take Sabbath and, like, from the very rhythm of creation itself, this has been baked into our DNA as we're made in the image of the Creator who rested on the seventh day. So, whatever your seventh day may be, you observe it, you keep it holy. And don't ruin it by exhausting yourself, ironically, with a series of addenda onto the rules and regulations that you have to follow. Jesus brought us back to the true word, and the result was healing. Now, tomorrow, we're going to discuss the irony of the Pharisees' response. They observe Jesus authoritatively and rightly correct their false teachings on the Sabbath, perform a miracle right in front of their eyes, and respond by plotting to kill Him.